Welcome to Romance with a Cocktail. I'm Peter. And I'm Ashley. And we're married. Today on Romance with a Cocktail, we will be talking about The Wild Rose by Doris Mortman. Is that right? That's right. This is book two of 50. And it's your favorite romance novel ever. Well, when you asked me what my favorite romance novel was, I thought I couldn't choose, and that this is the one that came to mind. Like I hadn't thought about it in years. So you thought you couldn't choose? Wait, what? What? Like I mean, how can you choose your favorite? I've read so many. There's no way to choose my favorite, and so I'm like thinking, 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 and this is the one that came to mind is the Mm -hmm. Wild Rose. So we'll start there. Before when did you read it first? I think. I was young. Like, I'm thinking in college, but maybe, like, I don't know, 18, Mm. 19. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, for this uh, book, I've prepared an Austrian Husser. Okay. And tell me about that. And this is because in the book, apricot brandy is mentioned, I don't know, a bunch of times. And that's what they sort of toast to. And then I have a Hungarian friend that I met at one of my workplaces. Wait, you have a Hungarian friend? Yeah, I I hung out with a Hungarian guy who was like an intern one year. And I'm still in touch with him. So I texted Balint Varga. Uh And Balint, I said, what is a good cocktail? Because they weren't really drinking cocktails. He goes, they don't really drink cocktails in Hungary. I did notice they mentioned wine a lot or they would have brandy. He said like white wine with spritzer Mm -hmm. and he did say. you like spritzers. Yeah, but that's not a cocktail. Oh, This is romance with a cocktail. Okay. So, um, but you know, this is, this is very similar. This is just tonic water and apricot brandy on the rocks. That's all it is. Oh, it's good. Yeah. Like it's. It's like a gin and tonic, but it's brandy. It's uh, apricot brandy and tonic. I like it. I also like that you called your friend to find out um, or texted your friend to find a drink idea. Yeah, he never got back to me. He said, you know, he would text me if he could think of anything. He obviously never thought of anything. Oh, wait, so then you came up with this? Yeah, this is the, uh, this is, you know, he did say white wine with spritzer in there with, um, you know, bubbly water. And I thought... This is very yeah. similar. I could see them drinking this. I bet they drink this. Probably. I, even though it's called an Austrian although, Husser. Although a Husser is technically a Hungarian word. It originated in Hungary, southern Hungary. It's light cavalry officers. Okay. And it spread throughout Europe. In fact, Yeah, I mean, Polish, I'm pretty sure I knew that word. The Croats, the Austrians, they all had Hussars at some point, which was some sort of light cavalry. Very, like, very fancy. Like there are like said. lots of paintings of them. Yes, and they have boots. These like noticeable boots. I know okay. this either from a romance novel and they have or braids another. That look a little Hasidic, so it's a little weird. But you know. Okay, I mean, I don't know if we should say weird, but. Well, I mean, it's. Strange. It wasn't something you knew about before. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Um, should we dive into the book? I mean, this is a good cocktail. So you like this? I do. I like this a lot. Yeah, it's a little little sweet for my taste, but it's not too bad. The tonic water sort of like. Yeah. Cuts it a little bit. Yeah, I don't think it's too sweet. So, you read this novel many, many years ago, maybe in college. Yeah. Does it still fit your definition of a romance novel? I mean, it's an epic love. It is? I will say it's not really very fun. Although they do have, like, the Hungarian dances and things like that. It's not fun at all. I mean, it was sadder than I remember, mm-hmm. but it's historical. It's set against the backdrop of the Iron Curtain. That's right. So it's still a love. And actually, I was struck by how many love stories are in it. I guess my question was, is there a difference between a love story and a romance novel? Mm. Interesting. Do mm-hmm. you distinguish... Well, I what, wouldn't have. What's a distinguishing characteristic of a love story versus a romance? Well, you novel? would say this is a love story, wouldn't you? I mean, there's love 
all in it. I mean, there are so many different couples that are like soulmates type yeah, of Yeah, I mean, it is focused most primarily on the relationship between Stephen and Catalin. Right, but her parents are a love story. Her best friend There's also finds her own a lot love. of loss stories. There are, in there. but I don't know if that and precludes it. I, you know, there's love in there, but there's also the sense, like, that there's a lot of loss and pain, and maybe we should just, just like suffer, general suffering. summarize the book in a couple of sentences. What do you mean, summarize it? Like, what is this story even it's about? It's like an eight hundred page. I know, sweeping, <laughs> it <was> very long, <laughs> sweeping uh, <laughs> novel about multi generations of. Hungarians behind the Iron Curtain. I mean, that's what it is. It is. I mean, and music. It's set against a backdrop. Oh, of and all that music, that, which is which is, is crazy musicians. to me that you are into this since you have a disability when it comes to. Music. But it's like history, and it's music, and it's genius, and I can appreciate genius even if I'm not like a, a musical person. And I don't know if you mm. noticed when she did the perform the song from Bedrich Smetana. No, I mean, no. Um, and he, he's kinda, like a Hungarian my eyes composer. Glazed over as they really got. Well, for me, actually, my best friend from college wrote about Smetana in her music dissertation. She was a music major, and so that made Jenny? me remember that. Yes, and I helped her write the. She's um, a music major. Yeah, music and economics. Oh, economics. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, she was really talented. She just didn't like to practice, huh. so. Um, and so Not Smetana, like Katalin, who spent her whole life practicing. Well, I mean, she probably did. She was a genius, a prodigy. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I mean, it's, you know, you could only wish to be that great at one thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So probably that appealed to me. Well, why don't you summarize it? I mean, I think you're right. It's centered on love, but it's... Love behind the Iron Curtain. Well, it's centered on a rela- one relationship. I don't know. There's a lot of oppression and loss. But still love finds a way. I mean. Okay, what, what do you think was the... What do you see as the most troubling, most sticks with you part of the book that was like really hard to read oh so many parts i mean i mean the beginning is terrible i already knew that part where like steven's parents are killed during the uprising and i maybe didn't remember all the details but i knew that happened i mean for me I knew that they were seven and nine. Stephen and Katalin were seven. You and said nine. that, and I have a seven-year-old daughter. And to think of her being around while one of her friends is carrying her parents to go bury them in a public park was really troubling. To imagine our little daughter. Well, we've never that. had to live in a time and yeah, place that, and I tragedy mean, like maybe, that. Maybe, maybe people do. Maybe as a college student, you don't realize how difficult i mean i'm sure i cried when i read this book i mean it is sad yeah, i mean I, I, we spent it's most got the holocaust it. I mean, I, in it i cried like, in, uh, about this book. i mean but that means it was emotional you cried like was, you don't cry when you so read terrible. books it's because it's your favorite romance novel it, it was there was so much pain and suffering but wasn't it interesting i mean i'm assuming that like it's hard to remember but i think i probably was interested in learning about the history hmm. And so I thought that that was interesting. Like, you don't really think about Hungary. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to guess that when I read it, I was like, oh, wow. I never really thought about Hungary. You know, like, Mm -hmm. you don't, you hear about the Iron Curtain, but I'm not sure I ever studied it Mm -hmm. or really learned any details about it. And, And I have read lots of Holocaust literature, but you don't really think about what happened after World War II. It's just this long time where the U.S. and the Soviet Union were against mm-hmm. each other, and you just like you just don't learn about it. So I'm sure I was interested in that. Yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, it, it was interesting. I mean, you're, you've always said you're good at trivia because of all the romance novels. It's true. Read. You learn a lot. You learn like, these little factoids because right. they're set all over the place. Yeah, I can see that. And there's all these composers in this story. I couldn't name one. Not I mean, List? I know List, but I already knew List. Brahms, Rachmaninoff. I mean, they're all in there. Beethoven, Mozart. Yeah, but they're not. Uh, which were the Hungarians? List was the only Hungarian that I remember. Was there others? That were Hungarian? That's a good question. Apparently they're very classical music oriented. Well, they kept Hungarian. saying that even in the book. Yeah. And so that was interesting. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't know enough to know. Yeah. Yeah, she's sort of like wedged in that whole story about the... It's not even the main family. It was like the other family, the Jewish family. Mortman, she's definitely Jewish. Definitely I re- reread the like acknowledgement at the beginning of the book and it was a Jewish name so she's definitely got like Jewish family who survived the Holocaust from Hungary oh you think so I think so and I think even though we couldn't find that I mean I didn't read more but I tried to Google. well I mean I guess she's older so it could have been pre-Holocaust but she definitely knows about enough about it and she definitely put it in there but I mean it is I mean, don't you think there were example, like romantic examples of relationships in the book, even though it was so sad? Yeah, there was romance in there. Um, I found it very interesting that they, the the main couple that is really the center, mm-hmm. Stephen and Kathleen, um, that they had this like bond from childhood I mean, she was seven i, I was thinking i mean and that's he was really nine. young that's very young but um but maybe it could be i i thought it was interesting because that reminds me of our relationship and like i knew you in 10th grade you know i at least was an adolescent i, could I know right i mean this would be like maggie i know and Maggie and I'm trying to think of a nine-year-old Jonah, like yeah. across the street. Like that's like right. what it would be like. But if you're in tragic times, like mm-hmm. very emotional times, there could be a connection. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I saw that. I um, it was complicated by the fact that both of them married someone else. Did I you know. think about that after the fact? That, you know, this novel features the the pair that lives happily ever after, both getting married and, um, and sort of, like, thinking they've fallen out of love. And there's this, like, question, did they even really love the person? Yeah, but they knew. I don't even think she just said that because she, I mean, Kathleen said... Did we ever really love each other? But I don't think Stephen ever wondered if they loved each other. I think Catalan was trying to commit to her husband because that was complicated. So then they turned in, like, they made I mean, him a really bad guy. She didn't guy. have to marry anybody. <laughs> no, that part was so, troubling. Like, so, but really, neither did of you them have did. to marry somebody? Neither of them did. But he just reacted to her. She married, he found out, and then yeah, he married true. the girl. So that you can see. Yeah. Did she really have to marry this guy? I don't know. But then I'm like, it's hungry. It's mm-hmm. a long time ago. I don't remember. Maybe it was the That's 80s. probably why I dated so many girls in college. Because you, like, broke my heart. But I didn't break your heart. You, you broke my heart. You kissed some boy when you went to Cancun. Oh, my gosh. I just, just really broke my heart. I'm sure that's why you had so many girlfriends. Probably was. Probably was. You were just searching. Yeah. For someone better than me, but there wasn't anyone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think my heart was broken. That must have been why. And then I went on to break my heart over and over because no one could live up to you. But look at you now. Yeah. So what do you think about them, the complicated uh, marriage part of it? 
As, as somebody who probably read it the first time, not having been married, <laughs> I know. And now you've been married for. I mean, I'm sure years. I was very confused. Um, well, they made both, like hu- the husband and the wife. They made them bad people, although they kind of redeemed the wife, which was interesting to me, mm-hmm. Stephen's wife. But they were like not in it for love, either of them. Yeah. And so I guess that was her way of making it like okay that Stephen and Catalan still loved each other, still wanted to be together, had a child together. Um I mean, it's not a light romance. It's there's just a lot of weight, and I assume all mm-hmm. of those stakes made it carry that weight all the way through the end of the book. And I mean, did they have to have such high levels of, high echelons of success in their careers? So reading it as an adult, I actually think that's the thing I didn't like. But I bet when I was reading it as a young like person. Like he has to be house whip. I mean, you and, think that was cool? And, like, then, and then he becomes Hungarian ambassador and... It's like, but he gave up and his she's, position. She's like selling albums, like, like enough to be rich. But you know what? There was a line in the story, and it was like, Catalan is like maybe that Stephen and Laszlo both care about their political career. Like that's what they care about because they were both in politics, one in Hungary and one in the you U.S. Mean Judy was talking to. No, I thought it was Susana. Catalan was talking to Susana. Okay. And she says, maybe, where do I even fit when they're both in search of power? Mm -hmm. And Susana says, she agreed about the similarities between the two men, Stephen, her love, and Laszlo, her husband. Mm -hmm. But when it came down to it, Stephen would sacrifice everything to be with her, and Laszlo would sacrifice nothing. And that, I think, is the romance of it. Yes, they're like these super high-powered careers, like genius talents, amazing American dream story for Steven. But underneath it is a love and care for each other. Mm -hmm. And that's romantic. Yeah. Being willing to sacrifice. I didn't like that. I did feel like there was like a class snobbery thing happening because they were all like really talented, smart, interesting, creative people. Mm-hmm. And then they could like look down on all these um, like other people who were like o- could only find um, something in the army or that mm-hmm. made me uncomfortable. I'm very interested that you didn't bring up Claudia, Stephen's wife. That whole storyline was very troubling as well. A little bit of a stereotype of the South. Yeah, that's true. I didn't really think about it as a stereotype of the South. You mean her falling in love with the the black... Um, the black uh, horse handler... Or Who's whatever. the son of the Stable. butler and the I can't remember what um what she did, but what she did, Ruby, I think was her name. And then he like, like dies based Yeah. I mean well it was very stereotypical of what you'd imagine, like a wealthy southern family. Yeah. It's troubling to me that like the paragons of virtue are these oppressed you know, sort of intellectual Budapestians and everyone else is a cut below them. But that's not true. Shadow, Stephen's friend. Um, Sophie, Polish girl. Comic. But they are they all end up... Well, Sophie. Okay. That's um, one. Although she's Polish. Yeah, so there's a lot of... So there's that whole thing. But you know who they did m- turn out, like, make to be a good person was Stephen's brother's first Ernie. girlfriend. No, Lucinda. 
Remember the girl that he like had this passionate affair yeah. with and we thought we would hate her. Like you would think she was like Cynthia using him, taking advantage. Mm-hmm. And then when you meet her again later, she's not a bad person. She's a nice person mm-hmm. who was caught up in circumstances. I don't remember. She, I mean, she just helps them. Right. She, well, I guess she helps them take down Cynthia, so right. I'm not sure that's really that good. But she turned out not to be like this selfish person who didn't care about Matthew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I like the relationship between Sophie, the comic, and Matthew. Steven's brother was great. Like, she's this, like, damaged person, and he's this patient, stable, like, caretaker, and she thinks she doesn't deserve him, but he loves her. And Mm -hmm. just through that patience and that willingness to be there, they get together. That was romantic. Yeah. Um, did you think the ending was romantic? Where they escape? Yeah, and like they get married. I mean, I guess it's romantic that they get to be together. There wasn't much. I mean, it was just like the escape I wish there and was then more. the wedding and yeah, that was it. Yeah, it was like you wished to know a little bit more. There were all these details building up. But it gave you the happy ending. Mm-hmm. And that's, it has to have a happy ending to be a romance novel. So even though there was all this tragedy. Mm-hmm. It ends with something happy. Did you, you weren't disturbed by the amount of like really violent death and, and just violence in general? I mean, you know, I was very disturbed by the rape scene. I don't know. And, I mean, and that's that all was unnecessary. Like a graphic detail of a 13 year old getting raped, less than, less than romantic, I would say. <laughs> Yeah, but d- romance doesn't have to be only romantic. But it it was. Uh, I agree. Do it any was of your other graphic. romance no, novels well, maybe, have but, a graphic rape scene like of you a thirteen-year-old? I didn't even remember that. So well, I mean, you just put that. You put that in some category in your mind. You're like, okay, well, I can't process that right now. I'm just gonna move on. Yeah, I'm sure Did I just like it? skipped it over. And then you told me about it. So once it was happening, I knew it was coming. And, and I was just like, skip it. read real quick, skip as many parts as I can. and You didn't even read it. It's terrible. I did. And I see what you're talking about. It is terrible and graphic and it's just horrific. That does not mean this is not a romance novel. Interesting. Okay. Because ultimately... It's about people in relationships, good people who support each other, are there for each other. And granted, the times that these people are there for each other are far more tragic than, you know, luckily most of us Mm -hmm. have to deal with. But it still is that. Yeah. I mean... They show in graphic detail Stephen finding his mother. I got that highlighted in pink because they're the pink ones are like the real bad stuff that I... I know, but okay, so like, yes, I have owned. It is very tragic. Lots of graphic violence. It was also maybe not exactly a war, but kind of. Can you think of any romance novel that you've ever read that's as sad, as much sadness? Well, a lot of um, Danielle Steele novels have a lot of tragedy because hers are often historical and the historical that these are, like Mm. set in Europe Mm. during the Holocaust, during just before the Holocaust, like, Mm. so hers often have these kinds, and they're kind of like these epic stories that span decades often, so similar. And so that would have been the time in my life when I was reading those. Mm. Um. Now, the ones I read now, no. I, I don't really read books with mm. all this sadness anymore, but. So, it's still a romance novel, right? You said. I mean, I think so. I don't know, but you don't mm. seem to agree. No, I do. I do agree. So, I wonder if this can lead us somewhere into the broader question of what romance is. Because, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of romancing going. But there I mean, were how, moments. I mean, okay, so he held on to the key. 
Yeah, I know, that's I know, rom- I know I love that, that. That's always that's like what you thought was most romantic about the Nora book. Yeah, it's a trope. Was that he yeah. like, held a motif. on to something mm-hmm. of hers, and so she had given him the key, and right, he held on to it. So it was like proof that she was always with him in mm-hmm. his mind, in his soul, in his heart. Right? Yes. Um, but that's not. Nobody would say that that's like a hallmark of romance. Who wouldn't say that is like super romantic? They would say it's romantic, but if if you were telling me to be romantic, for example, you wouldn't say how many artifacts of our relationship are you holding on to? You would never say that. So when I think of romance, I think about it like wooing somebody. I know that. I think that's what you think. That's not what I think. But there were those. Tell I me mean, more about this. Tell me what you he think. He had that whisked her away to the villa in, I think, Austria one night. Or, like, they spent all that time in New York together, like, going and sightseeing well, and that having was, fun. Yeah. And those are, like, hallmarks of romance. Those opportunities to be with someone that you love and just enjoy them. Mm-hmm. So those are romantic. But Enjoy them in a carnal way. One of the ways is that, yes. But there are more ways you enjoy them. Well, the the way that I saw in this book was every time they got away, it was... But they also did other things. They ate. They, again, they toured. They spent time with their family. Mm Family is another thing that's interesting. Seems Seems to be like if there's a family blessing going on, like they're like wanting the couple to be together, like, that somehow makes it more romantic. And, you know, it's funny because I didn't, wouldn't have thought that about the reef. And now but you say, but in it. both, yeah. this there's this idea of this family support. Well, you've got the, like, archetypal married couple knowing what would make a good marriage, mm-hmm. telling the young, dumb person who's you know, full bore going into their career. No, 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 this person is worth, you know, putting on the, pumping the brakes a little bit on your career and just seeing if this is the right person. Well, I mean, it is interesting. I mean, maybe because both of these are older, but family, support of the parents, Mm -hmm. imbues it with some kind of specialness, right? It's like something special. It's something worth their time and the effort that it takes um but I'm still thinking about the romance and I I, and I was just thinking about this idea to me it's not always wooing it's like when I say romance you're like dates but they're not the same Mm -hmm. because romance it's like um Judith and Gabor I'm probably saying these names all wrong but the best friend of Catalan mm-hmm. and her husband, who's a doctor, it's like he makes her feel like she's okay as she is. Mm-hmm. And she's never felt that before. And that's super romantic. He is just like supportive mm-hmm. and he takes care of her in a way that maybe she wouldn't have said she wanted because she's this like strong, rebellious type. But he does that. Mm-hmm. And that. Is romantic. Yeah. So when Matthew and Lucinda get together, he, uh, Mortman writes, he had slept with too many women for this to feel like his first time. Yet, miraculously, it did. I mean, what made you, like, highlight that? Well, because... Following that, and the paragraph after that, for the next three months, Lucinda and Matthew gorged themselves on romance. So anytime they actually use the word romance, oh, right. and you're, that's like, I'm attuned cute. to that. Yeah. So, so there's this experienced guy. He's been with a lot of women. Is that is that something that... Well, I think that's something that fits in romance because, but, so maybe they've been with a lot of women. We know Matthew in this book hasn't Mm -hmm. ever made a connection with a woman. Right. But 
they may have, but then they connect with this love and it's like a whole new experience for them. Mm -hmm. So it's like the first time. I actually think we'll see that in more romance novels because it is different from just sleeping with a woman. It's, it's love, it's romance, it's being together. But I see that as also like, this was like that first flutter of romance. They're young enough to have very few responsibilities so they can just be together all the time mm -hmm. and just, yeah, be with each other. It's interesting. I th took it as they were just like sleeping together the whole time. Maybe, but that, like... Like, they were together in a corporeal way, if you will. Well, and maybe that and is because they ended up, you know, falling apart. But I do think it was it's that way that But she calls it young, romance. You're young, and you just are, like, so focused on each other. Like, you could stay in bed all day, or, like, sit mm -hmm. and watch movies all night, or, like, spend all day, every day together, and nothing really interrupts that. Mm -hmm. And you just want that. That's what I took it as. So yes, sleeping together, but more than that. Yeah. So there's a, there's a good amount of sleeping around. So that, so then there's Susanna, who becomes like she's just like sleeping her way through New York. Apparently, she she like gets divorced, which is a weird I know, thing to sad. just add to the story. Yeah. Like they make it all the way to the states, and they decide they're not happy with each other anymore. And then then they get divorced, but maybe that's and then real. she just sleeps around. <laughs> like they just. They keep on saying that, like, she had bedded lots and lots of men. I don't know. I mean, that's, but that's just to, Did like, show just... she's free. I wonder if there's, like, an association with freedom for a woman to do that, especially, like, this book came out in 91. I don't know, but, like, she's free of the pain and, like, struggle of the past. So now she's, like, being her true self, and I guess her true self, you it's know, like... enjoys relationships with men. <laughs> Um, well, the, she turns out to be, to have some of the best lines. You mentioned her already. Mm hmm And then she's talking about Greco, remember, when she talks about him? Yeah. And she says, the beautiful thing about Greco, Susanna said, continuing as if there'd been no lapse, is that he sees with his soul and not with his eyes. When he looks at me, he doesn't see a woman burdened by age. He sees that part of me that will never grow old, that part that is that still giggles at silly things and skips down the street and embraces life with gusto that's eternal. But you should know that. After all, it's his ability to hear beyond the keyboard into the heart that makes him such an exceptional tutor. I mean, that's beautiful to me. Hmm. Isn't that what romance really is? So there's a lot of sleeping around. But there's something more. Yeah. I mean... Maybe it's part of it. It's what separates a one-night stand from, like, a romantic night. Right. There's, like, some kind like of you connection can have, you beyond... Can have, you can have fun with somebody for one night. And it to be a fling. Or you can have a really romantic night... And it still could be only one night, but it could feel romantic because you're being seen in a certain way. Yeah. Well, and you're connected to the person in a certain way. How is Susanna connected to Greco other than in a bodily way? But it's a bodily way that makes her feel young and free uh, and, and valued, even if they're not in love. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, maybe she doesn't want to be in love. She was hurt by her husband leaving. Yeah. But that they're connected. And they stay friends even after they stop sleeping together. Yeah, that's right. So I've got another piece that's... Oh, okay. ...highlighted. I want to tell you about it in context. Okay, I'm eager to hear. Um, but, I mean, don't you think some of these lines are very romantic? Yeah. They're very, mm -hmm. like... All right. How appropriate. A wine called Little Girl. He clinked his glass against hers and stared deep into her eyes. Here's to the little girl I left in Budapest. 
and the beautiful woman I found in New York. Though Ketelin knew life didn't require an explanation for why someone fell in love with someone else or a statement of time when the actual fall occurred, if ever she was asked, she would have cited this night and repeated that toast. Do you remember this? Yeah. This is when they they get together. In a few words, he had managed to encapsulate years of dreaming and wondering whether her dreams would find flesh or simply fade with the dawn of an empty reality. In a single sentence, he had given shape to years of amorphous infatuation, put into focus endless hours of trying to make sense of nagging sensations of longing, inexplicable feelings of loss. She had not been certain before, but she knew clearly now that she had been waiting for him for this night, for the precise moment to relinquish her heart. Okay, and what did you think about this? Well, did it ring true to you? There's a little bit of the narration where she's like, later she'll have cited this as the moment she fell in love with him, basically is what the narrator is telling us. Did that strike true to you? I mean, I can see it as the moment she realized it and she, like, acknowledged it to herself that she... Well, see, I mean, she acknowledged she'd always been infatuated with him. That's She'd talked about it before. Well, I mean, don't you think it's also because this is when they sleep together? Right. And and so it's like spinning this romantic tale around mm. the moment when. So you think there's part of that going on? She's just constructing something to make herself feel better about this whole thing. Maybe because it's. I'm not sure you know like that like that moment of like oh this is when I fall in love like. Is that really that romantic? The little girl I left and the beautiful woman I found? Mm-hmm. Like, in a way, it highlights that they don't know each other that well. Yeah. I mean, she was seven. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it is still hard to imagine that a seven and nine year old would why have like a romantic be, connection. Why couldn't it be 11 and 13? Right, because then you could why see. Why seven it. and nine? Because seven and nine, like. <laughs> I, I know my seven-year-old, and I'm just saying. Like, that's um, just not where their mind, like, it's hard to imagine. Yeah. But at the same time, they had this moment together. And you grew up and really they, fast. And they when, carried when it with them. you have to bury and, your parents, literally. And they didn't know if it was true, because they were so young. Because to be honest, most people don't even remember when they're seven. Yeah. Like, ask Lily what happened when she was seven. Mm-hmm. She's 14, and she barely remembers. Yeah. But maybe that is how that does feel. Like, it was just this idea Mm-hmm. And then when she's with him, she realizes it isn't just an idea. It's really true. Like, I really do love him. Yeah. Hmm. And that's romantic, the idea that it's an idea in your head. And you think that this is how you feel. And then when you're with the person mm-hmm. and something happens to kind of like yeah. confirm your feelings. I would say, above all else in this novel, there's the sense that romance is possible in the midst of, like, really bad stuff. Tragedy. Yeah. And death. And suffering. I mean, I think that's probably why I was drawn to it as a younger person. Oh, yeah? Like, even when things are just, like, more horrible... Mm-hmm. than you could ever imagine. Like human beings connect with each other and they fall in love with each other and they can find ways to make that time together special. Yeah. And that's a really beautiful thing. So, I mean, there's so much that goes into romance. Yeah, there's I mean, one's it's... childhood, there's one's family. There's one situation. Because I think it's about your needs. And romance, you're right, because romance doesn't have to be like an epic love story where you're together forever. There can be romantic times that are shorter or more 
Which I maybe wouldn't have thought. This is like solid 90% tragic suffering. But romance stuff. is when someone that like sees what you need in the context of like a, a I mean, now I'm like trying to figure out what kind of relationship. Because it's not, it's not like a parent-child relationship. It's where like they see you and they meet your needs and they like. I don't but know not all your needs. Make. No, but it's like a moment where something like it's like giving. That's what I think, and I think I said that last time. It's like there's something about giving in mm -hmm. romance, and whether it's like a dramatic sacrifice or it's just like giving the snack that you need because you're hangry and you don't even complain. You just have that snack ready, or it's letting you go to bed early, or it's giving up your career as Democratic whip like Stephen did, or... Um, that was romantic? Well, it was, right? He, like, sacrifices and goes back to Hungary to be near her because he decides he has to fight for her. Like, that's romantic. Mm -hmm. um, it's not practical. So it's our, like, practical sensibilities. Like, what? Why would you do that? But mm -hmm. he loved her. He had to be with her. And they had to make it happen. And if they didn't, it would have never happened. Yeah. So he did it. But it's like, it, there's like, it has to be about, it's about giving. About giving. It's too broad. Got to get more specific. There's a ton of giving that's not romantic in the world. Even giving, I can give to you and it's not romantic in a lot of ways. Every time I give to you is not romantic. Only sometimes is it romantic. Yeah, that's interesting. So there's more right. to it. There is more to it. But it, it part of it is about giving. Because there's a notion of sacrifice or being mm -hmm. willing to sacrifice even if you're not asked to sacrifice. Um, I don't know. Finding the moment. I don't know what it is, but it's definitely. There's something about giving. Because there's an aspect of selflessness. It's like what we talked about last time. Like, in romance, you don't necessarily expect something for yourself. It's about the other person. Mm -hmm. Did you think that Laszlo was sterile? Did you think that already? I thought that... Uh, because they, it came she up. Never got, she, she never, never got had pregnant. a baby. She never got pregnant. She never had a miscarriage. And like... then suddenly she, one time with Stephen... Oh, you she see you... Well, so and then I, she I knew, brought it up. I knew he knew. As soon as she said, I'm pregnant, and he, like, had that weird reaction, I was like... Well, so I already knows. knew, so it's hard to... Re and I'm going to imagine when oh, I, I was it. younger, I wouldn't have known. Oh, I but I was like, that's, that was the That's going to be not good, and he's going to turn out to be a monster. Which, and they really made him a monster. Like, right. he wasn't just a bad husband who didn't love her. Right, he was going to be premiere of Hungary, which is the, the other thing that, that the whole everybody's got to be like top leader of the world and this is a you know it's a very epic you it know, is it's an epic love story like basically like saga. Two, two political leaders in their various countries are fighting over one talented musician woman pianist but woman. of course the american wants her because he loves her well he's I the, mean, he's american but he's the hungarian hungry. communist wants her because mm -hmm. of what she'll do for him it's kind of it is kind of like a america good yeah we didn't talk Communism about the fact bad. that this this is like for sure along the lines of the triumph of the liberal western order well, you, I like know. the last I know. words of the book are like let freedom ring or something like that it definitely is but i'm thinking it was published in 1991 right so this was like immediate this yeah. idea but yes it definitely is like go american dream you can make it i mean matthew is rich and stephen is democratic whip um mm -hmm. meanwhile like in Hungary, like everyone is suffering, and yeah. Although then you still have like Catalan being this amazing pianist who's recognized around the world right. for her talents, and you have the doctors, although they can't get their medicines and things. Yeah, 
So yeah, there was definitely that. Mm -hmm. Hmm. So is this still your favorite romance novel? Do you stand by it as still your favorite? I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know because it it's, there are great things about the story. There really are. But then there are like a lot of things that made me uncomfortable reading it. Um, what made you uncomfortable? There are a lot of like what I'm going to say maybe in 1991 were okay ways of representing people. She used the N-word once. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Definitely highlighted that just so you oh, should know. Wow. Okay. Well, then. Well, but if somebody was saying it. So it's okay if somebody says it. Well, that Back was actually was like, okay. that's what I thought. This book, it was like, it's okay to say these things but she says from gypsy. the perspective that things are Repeatedly. bad. She said, the way she depicts be... gypsies is not so great. Right. And then it's even like, she keeps like, I'm going to say she's saying it because it's like, it's okay because it's from Catalan's perspective or from mm. a, another like white Hungarian person's perspective. Yeah. But having watched Peaky Blinders, it made me think it's like not okay, and so well, you know, I don't the know. Roma are really they they really capture these artists' imagination. Peaky Blinders was the same. Way. Oh yeah, and they just like really want to like capture. I mean, this the isn't the only romance novel which, I've which, read, which is kind of like the old like how fifties um, cowboy and Indians television did like they wanted to capture but it was like it was it was a a parody of it, it like now we watch this and we're like oh that's a bad parody of an Indian person you know and I think that's the way we're gonna look at some point in the future at the proliferation of Roma people in TV and literature like Oh, this is just a bad stereotype of these people. Yeah, I mean, I will say, I it was like just when I would be like, I can't even read this. Mm -hmm. There would be like something where I was like, okay, well, this is kind of interesting. It's kind of nuanced. It's a, it's more well, she interesting. Like, she There's like more dresses. Depth. She like dresses up as the Roma and like goes out. Well, that the definitely would not be okay. And like you know, basically, she's in blackface. Is what she's doing. I, 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 and that she would actually not takes be okay. makeup and like makes her skin brown and like puts on big hoop earrings and I mean like look at her she's so progressive she's passing as this like ostracized marginalized people and isn't she so great that's what really bothered me like everyone else is super prejudiced like Owen's prejudice you know Senator Owen and but somehow these cosmopolitan Budapestians are like... Well, most of them are prejudiced. It's just Catalan and Stephen aren't. But Catalan does quite, at least question her reactions. Like, she isn't free of prejudice. Mm. But she accepts it pretty quickly. And, I just... I, and suddenly know, it's I, about them not accepting her. I don't want them to be, you know, bad people. They're too... There's... They're like too enlightened in my mind. Just too enlightened. I don't know, but I mean, you if you're writing, don't you want to depict people who are enlightened because you want people to see how it could be? I don't understand. Zoltan's reaction to the to Tibor is yeah. just like super um prejudice. Yeah. Full of prejudice. Oh, yeah. But that's probably but how people were. Yet somehow his daughter is like, has been able to shake free of any sense of prejudice. Well, and I don't advocate know because she still guy. says he was like, like, she refers to him being a light skinned musician and not like the other tribes who were worse. Oh, I didn't notice that. And the description that in her head <laughs> was the worse was like very distressing to me to read so <laughs> i do agree like i, I didn't even notice i'm that. not even sure right like i actually questioned whether we should read it to be honest even though there were things i didn't oh really like gosh. about it i hope you don't like stop us from reading stuff well we're not we're reading whatever we because choose. it's not pc give me a break. well but this was written in 1991 so you have to admit it would be different now 
like I'm not sure either of us would have even known to say right. Roma and, 50, and not Gypsy and, in 1991. And fifty and fifty years from now, we're gonna sound ridiculous too. I mean, it's just the way things go. Yeah. So there was a little bit of too much of that for me in this book, mm-hmm. but at the same time. It is, I think it's well done. I mean, it is a sweeping tale. Yeah. I, I suppose I should see how much is true, but it has so much interesting information yeah. in it. Like Very interesting. It's different from the just everyday romance where they do a little research and mm-hmm. put together a 300-page book. You still need an answer. Is this still your number one? Well, I don't know what would replace it. So, you, so for lack of knowing any other one, this is still your number one. That's yeah, okay. but I, that's good. It's good for me to know. It's and where's the reef? Is the reef up there? Is it in the top? Well, top which 10? one would I but see which one would I read again? The reef. This yeah, one? Yeah, of course you're not gonna read this again. It's eight hundred pages. Yeah, but and then I think this is the third time. And it's ninety percent it. sad. But I've read it at least this is my at least third time reading it. What? Yeah, I've definitely read it twice before. Oh Probably only twice. Because it's kind of hard and to you find. you didn't remember. I know. You, you didn't remember the graphic rape But don't you think it's because I'm young? I was young. And so I just kind of skipped over things. And like also things happening didn't impact me as much because I was young. You know, when you get older and you have kids, everything is heightened. Like. <laughs> oh, boy. But okay. So what's your takeaway then from this one? Um. It's like an ecology. It's like a full, it's like a, in terms of like, in terms of the question of what romance is. Yeah, because there are like so many things to talk about with this book, but we're talking about romance. But there's so much more. It's so much bigger than, you know, the stereotypes of romance, which is, you know, loving dates or like even holding on to an heirloom or like a, a reminder. Yeah, that's and just a, a symbol. Yeah. It's it's like about family and the environment that you're in and um and connection and lust. It's also about yep. you know your desires and so there's a lot that there's a lot. It's very complicated in fact. But yet it's like Simple, because when you know see it in the book, you know it's romantic, don't you think? Like when you read parts that are romantic, you're like, "That's romantic." Like what he just did or what she just did is romantic. But well, sometimes when when the when the author goes, they gorged themselves on romance. I'm not sure I saw that as particularly romantic. No, because that's not to say it, to just but say what this it, is but romantic. But like imagining Matthew and Lucinda. Yeah, because we knew there was something the not good about We knew that wasn't real romance. Like, Well, they, they just barely, you know, they were, I think it was like a day or two, and then they were banging immediately. But they just couldn't handle, I mean, their desire. Well, that's, I mean, is that romantic? No, I don't think so. But oh, but the author said it's romance. But you knew when Gabor like saw that Judith was like super tired when she was waiting in the hospital for her mom, and she and he like went over and held her because he she was like so tired. You knew that there was something that was going to happen between them. No, really. I I imagined it probably would, but I I didn't know. For but sure. that was like romantic. Like he. She's this strong, independent woman, and he sees that she needs something, and he provides it. That was romantic. Did you think Sophie and Matthew ending up together was romantic? Oh, of course. Because he was what she needed. And she was what he needed. Hmm. Because he's so serious. But what's but the I think of romance as like something that happens, not who you are. Oh, but I think it's the it's the little moments between people. Mm. Like to me, the I'm trying to think of something. Um, it's like when Maria is dying and she asks Zoltan to come and sit with her in the bed. I mean, that's a, a common romance experience, like in the Notebook. Yeah, I mean that is pretty much Where in like every 
But like that's romantic because there's like it just shows the connection and you can't show the connection without it being like something kind of unexpected or like some moment where a person didn't have to ask, but what they needed was given. That's more romantic than like every day bringing flowers. Flowers could be romantic, Mm -hmm. but they aren't necessarily. Yeah, there's something about seeing the person. For sure. Like what I highlighted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, and, that's a good quote that we you, should keep well, for this whole experience. Because that is a really good one. Seeing seeing their soul. Yeah, and beyond the imperfections. Beyond, like, all the right. time and, mm-hmm. you know, gray hairs or whatever it is. It's about seeing the person. And when you see the person... It's about all the stuff that went to create the person. So in the case of Catalan and Stephen, who else would know that experience that they had together as a seven and nine? Right, no one. No one would. So that that's the reason behind it. So there's so much going into it. And that's why parents and like families are a part of it, because you really need to know someone's family. Mm-hmm. You know, you really need to know the context from which this person Right, because you have to know who they are. Right. Because any of these relationships that didn't go well, Mm -hmm. they didn't know who the person was. They didn't know the stories behind the way they acted. So it's interesting that you say it's in the small moments. So that is part of storytelling, you know, showing, not telling, you know, when you're when you're showing in the small moments things. And sometimes it's too explicit. Sometimes, yeah. Like, the reef lot was on the nose. It's more I, explicit. That was my biggest Yeah, complaint. it's more... Um, but it is a different kind of novel than this one. This one was a little bit on the nose, too. This was sweeping, so I didn't know everything that was going to happen. Yeah. It was like... You know, it was only bad in the sense that it was like a Jersey Kaczynski novel in that, like, you think it's bad. No, it's going to get much worse. Just wait. But then it got better. The next chapter is going to get worse and worse. Yeah, and the worse first half was worse hard. The first worse. half is really bad. And there's, like, no romance And then when you the think it's all half. done, a 13-year-old gets raped by three individuals in her apartment and then watches her dad get uh, paralyzed and beaten up by the yeah, that by was her really rapist. Bad. That was it the was added the of her dad getting right. Beaten. I mean, there was just a lot. Just why? Why put? Why even have that? But there? still, even when you go through these terrible things, mm-hmm. you can find someone that you connect with and that you love, and they can help you to be better mm-hmm. than even all these experiences. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I kind of convinced you that this is a romance novel because I didn't think, I thought you didn't think it was. No, I, I, you're the expert. I'm, I don't really Yeah, but it doesn't mean you have to agree. Yeah, I, I mean. I mean, you did not seem to like this book. No, I didn't say I didn't like it. Well, you it said you. Much better than The Reef. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. But it's, it's because I read books because, like, I like to see the art of storytelling, like, give me new ideas, like, help me come up with new ideas about life, about people, about the human heart, about the human condition. Yeah. Um, and when it's too explicit, it just is like... Eh. It's too simple. Well, it it's, it's like, I'm not learning anything. But so you would say this one did teach you something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, surely the way that um, these oppressive regimes sort of like try to stamp out the human spirit but fail yeah, is sort of a hopeful yet really terrible thing to look at. And I, and I see that. And I know that from my own family stories that that's sort of the truth of our lives. And you'd know that from your family stories. Right. I mean, I... I think that I think that is probably it's hard to rem- imagine me at twenty reading this, but I imagine that that's what I liked about it. Mm-hmm. That that's why it stands out to me as different. Yeah. So still number one. Yep. For now, it's number one. Who knows? Maybe Wuthering Heights will take its mm-hmm. place when we read that. Do we have a selection for next week? 
Yes, we're going to go back to more traditional romance, and we are going to read Devil in Winter from Lisa Kleypas. Devil in Winter. So this is a historical novel, and she's a little racy. So I'm going to see what you think about that. Okay. Anything else that we have to do before we sign off? I mean, I think we're good. I mean, I do think that it's great that you read this romance novel and you think you learned something Mm -hmm. about the human condition. So I'm going to count this as a win. Yep. I'll count it as a win too.